You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Hopefully everyone is having a great day. You know, I wanted to kind of double down on something that I've been really stressing, uh, you know, the importance of, but also just something that we have to like think about as, you know, we look at, you know, NFTs and the community. And it really comes down to this idea of like transparency and like, what does transparency mean in this digital NFT world? And I think for a lot of people, like there's this like assumption that they understand where transparency fits and how the how the role is you know, kind of implemented in the blockchain. But really what I, I think we have to recognize is that, you know, it's not only the fact that, you know, transparency in um, transactions, transparency in, uh, you know, the contracts that exist, but really there's a layer here where, you know, I'm going to make this argument that I actually think, you know, every project needs to have training or have a plan for things like, you know, uh, know, not only like disaster recovery, but like, how do you handle uh, crisis management, right? Like, when you think about crisis management, and what I mean by crisis management is, you know, what if people are, you know, claiming you as a project did something or that, you know, there is actually something that was done. And and maybe at the time, it didn't seem um, like a big deal, but ultimately it was. And I will tell you, like, one of the things that this falls into is, you know, it's very easy to, to like, look at, you know, what we're marketing. And, and I think for the longest time, we've been able to kind of get away with this, right? We were able to, you know, say, hey, we're going to we're gonna award, you know, 50 of the top 5,000 people that, you know, do something. But then, like, you know, how do we actually track, like, if they've actually awarded 50 people or how that process is actually handled? And the interesting thing on the blockchain is that, like, nothing can be hidden, Nothing can be a secret, right? And I will tell you the the uh, ability or the the concept of this can be scary. And I will say there are some projects, some big name projects that are out there right now today that you know make claims. And for what most people would look at it, they were like, "Wow, you know, hey, I just didn't get lucky, or none of my friends got lucky, or wow, I can't believe that you know th- those people got lucky." But the thing about it is all of this is transparent and on the blockchain. All of it exists for anyone to be able to manage or to to actually track down. And so what we have to start thinking about is not only are we acting on what we're claiming, but we need to be very careful when we are putting things out there. And I will tell you, you know, for projects that are launching, one of the things that I've added to my list of things that I want to monitor is, you know, how is it, how are they handling the distribution of generative art to the audience as far as like, are they giving their friends or the people on the team any of the NFTs or how are they handling the, the minting for those that are on, um, you know, that are, are part of the, their core team. And, and I don't think a lot of projects are putting it out there, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put this out there that I believe 
in the next month or so, as you guys are listening to this episode, that's going to be something that we're going to see very transparent. We're going to be see very open. I think we, I think it's a good thing. And I'm perfectly okay with the idea of, you know, Hey, we're going to give, you know, a couple free mints to these, uh, these people because, you know, they've been, uh, you know, whatever that, whatever the decision is made, I believe it's up to the founders, like kudos to the founders. I believe founders should do that, but here's where it's not okay is that if you are not open about that and yet you do something differently, right? Like I will tell you that one of the big projects out there, um, and I, I happen to hold one, but I have no other, uh, you know, connection to it. It's psychedelics anonymous and psychedelics anonymous anonymous had made it very clear over the, the month leading into the project that they had decided to, um, grant, you know, a couple people on their team, a couple NFTs, part of like the, the collection that they were holding back. And they made it very clear ahead of time. So it wasn't like anyone that was minting one of these NFTs and you're waiting for the reveal. It wasn't like there was like this, like this false sense of belief. We all understood, Hey, there's this many of these left and part of them were allocated to the team. And I think each project can decide how that looks and, and if they want to do that. But the opposite of is it is when you say, Hey, we're going to mint the remaining 1200 of these uh, NFTs and there happens to be 13 one of ones left, you know, good luck to everyone minting it, right? Because for all of us that are, you know, that are going to jump in there and buy it, we're like, oh man, I hope I get lucky. I hope I, I actually claim one of these, you know, uh, you know, 12 out of 1800. But when you start to look on the blockchain and you start to look at who holds those 12, you know, who got lucky with a 12 out of 1,800 that were rolled out and you start to recognize like, wait a second, those 12 people also got lucky on the first release and like, wait a second, those 12 people were also given this, you know, a mint pass or they were also provided something ahead of time that allowed, or that, that actually wrote the, you know, that had the code actually, you know, being able to identify them. And this is where things get shady. And I will tell you, I I think this is a massive issue and we're going to see more projects have that, have this problem because it's, it's a combination of greed. It's a combination of, not realizing how things are apparent. And it's also just a combination of the way that business used to be done, right? Like you, you could in many ways, you know, pull the wool over the eyes, right? You could say that you're going to do one thing and then ultimately do the other. And the beauty of the blockchain is that all of this can be exposed. And I will tell you, for me, this is something that I monitor. And even if it's not for projects that I'm investing in myself, I will look at the contract and then I'll reverse engineer a lot of people. So if I see people that I'm like, man, they got lucky. They got a one of one collection of whatever it may be. I'll go and look and see like, what's the activity history on that, right? And a lot of times it'll just show that they minted it. But then I want to look deeper on the contract itself, right? And like, when were they awarded it? How were they awarded it? You know, and was there any other like uh, factors that are going in there, right? Like heaven forbid, like, oh my goodness, the people that work for the marketing team of this project all got the most, most, you know, unique ones, man, they are lucky or they're not lucky. It's just how the contract was built. And I think we have to recognize that we have to be able to take uh, the proper steps. Now, the last thing I wanted to cover on this part is, you know, I mentioned crisis management. Um, and I will tell you, there's a book, uh, definitely want to give a shout out to my good friend, Melissa. Uh, Melissa wrote a great book. It's called Crisis Ready. Uh, you can get it in any of your Amazon stores. Crisis Ready is the name of the book. I'm actually thinking I'm, I'm going to get uh, Melissa on the podcast uh, maybe next month and have her kind of share her thoughts on this because 
there are some projects that have done some things that, you know, from the outside and maybe it was done innocently, right? Like they didn't realize that the way that they were doing that was going to come across the way, it, the way it did. But that's, that's neither here nor there. The question now becomes, how do you handle it? Like, what is the, what is, the, you know, are you going to back up the fact that you believe in community first or are you going to lean in and try to like hide this or deny it or even worse, just completely ignore it or ignore the community? And I will tell you, I am a second chances type of guy. I like my favorite baseball player is Barry Bonds. Uh, for those who know Barry Bonds, you know, uh, he was accused of, of steroids and, um, you know, I had some things going on in that world. You know, I am I've always been a big believer in that, you know, like everyone is human. We all make mistakes. And I think it's, you know, kind of twofold. Like, how do we handle or own that mistake that we made? And then ultimately, you know, what are we doing in the future to eliminate that or mitigate that or prevent that? And I, I will say, you know, I've been having some really you know, good conversations. I'll tell you guys that uh, I might tease this out now, but I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on it. Uh, I, I teamed up with the Meta Athletes, which is a, an NFT project jump, dropping uh, very soon. And uh, I'm excited to be on their team. And one of the things that we're really working towards is understanding what are these non-negotiables? What are these things that, um, that we want to make sure that are very clear and apparent? Um, and I, we're going to see that, I think, across a lot of these projects. We're going to see this um, in, you know, really in the way that we operate as a whole. But we also have to plan for, hey, what if this happens? Or what if, you know, even something you know, as simple as, like, what if someone does on our team randomly uh, happen to mint one and they happen to get lucky and get one of the rarest ones? Like, how can we prove that they didn't do it, um, we didn't set up something automatically. And there's ways that we can do that. There's ways we can put that out there. And I think that's an important step here on you know, crisis management, also the acknowledgement of your community. I, I don't think enough projects today in the NFT space are interacting and engaging with their audience publicly, right? There's some Discord messages maybe, but a lot of these projects, a lot of people in a lot of these projects are hoping things go away or they're trying to ignore them or... They try to hide them, and by the time they decide to just give up and admit the truth, the pro- the damage is already done. And so, uh, I, I would just say twofold here, right? Let's give each other grace as these things happen, but let's also not stand for them happening. Let's not allow them to exist in, in this arena or you know, kind of where we're all at. And I'll tell you, you know, the the project I wanted to give a you know a quick shout out to. And, and just kind of like a uh, a highlight because I think there's some really cool projects that are um, that are just seem to be popping up a lot lately, which I think is a is a neat sign. You know, I I will say that I believe the the projects that will be blue chip by the end of 2022 are a lot of projects that have not even launched yet, right? I think there's a lot of projects that are out there um, that have not launched yet that are going to be really you know, cool, very innovative uh, projects and have some great communities and, and really some great um, you know, value. Uh, but I want to give a shout out to the uh, Nonconformist Ducks, which is actually a project that we minted for Mint 365 the other day. But I will tell you, you know, I minted them personally um, four or five days ago, six, six days ago maybe, um, and I just love the community. I love the, or, you know, the those that are the founders, but those that are on the team, and those early adopters. And, and you know, I've said this before. I love these slow burn projects, right? These projects where they don't sell out right away, but the project and the founders really become, you know, have a really great rapport with those early adopters, those that bought uh, originally, and that good rapport allows them to scale and adapt and really create some amazing value and then ultimately grow. 
And uh, the Nonconformist Ducks is a great little project that I think um, has done that really, really well. Uh, and, I, and I'll give one other shout out for another project you guys just keep on your radar. It's called the Non-Fungible People. And it's actually from an artist that I'm a fan of, uh, Daz360, so, uh, or 3D, Daz3D, not 360. Um, but yeah, check those two uh, projects out. And then lastly, I'll just say from a use case, right, we're going to close out every episode with kind of a use case scenario. You know, one of the use cases that we can think of when it comes to um, NFTs is we can also, we can use NFTs as a way to gate or provide exclusivity around a launch or around something that's special happening. And what I mean by that is, you know, it's very easy for us to, um, you know, like, you know, let's say you have a webinar coming up or let's let's, let's go offline, right? Let's say you're having um, a book release party. Well, what if you were able to reward via an NFT, either selling them or giving them away to those that are, were your biggest fans before the book was even existing, right? And those biggest fans all get this special NFT. And what that NFT gets them is maybe it's an hour before the book launch party, they get access to backstage or they get to sit in on a special Q&A. And what's neat about that from a uh, NFT perspective is if somebody that is, you know, your fan, but isn't able to attend or they don't live in that city where you're having that, they can actually give it away or they can sell it to someone else in the community. And then that person in the community can kind of take advantage of that benefit. And those kind of things haven't really existed in the digital space, a way for us to transfer ownership that we are either given or that we have and do it in a very you know non-limited way. And so that's a great use case for um, NFTs as a whole. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, as I said, you know, transparency is non-negotiable. It's not a nice to have. It's not something that you can build into it. It is, it is the essence of blockchain. Therefore, you know, as you're writing your contracts, as you're looking into contracts, if you're someone that is collecting these NFTs, you know, ask yourself these questions like how transparent are the, is the team building? How are they sharing you know, the process? Like, you know, what, is the, what is the different algorithms they're using? Or how are they doing the randomization? And if right now, if you know, the standard I would say is, you know, maybe one of out of 10 projects are being 100% transparent, I'm going to call it out and say that we need all, all projects to embrace a much more transparent approach. And I, as I were doing our research for Mint 365, I will tell you, I'm going to um, add that to a, some of these podcast episodes where if I highlight a project, I'm going to discuss and share um, their transparency. And even a couple of the guests that we're going to have on a future episode, I, I've actually changed my list of questions for one of our guests coming up very soon um, to kind of include some questions about transparency. And then lastly, um, we do have a, a lawyer that's going to be coming on that specializes in uh, the crypto NFT space. Uh, we also have a uh, a really great marketer uh, designer that has launched a couple uh, NFT projects that uh, is going to tell us some of the things that, that she's learned. Um, and then we have another uh, person that's going to come on uh, and they have a, a creator coin like we have with the ADHD coin. Um, and they're going to talk about a little bit about how they're kind of combining forces both with the coin um, and the NFT. So lots of good things in the head. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in as always. I really appreciate you uh, until tomorrow. Make it a great day. Cheers. This show is not for-